To season one, episode 14 of Bryce and Ren and Corey in the House. I'm Bryce Henderson, one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today we'll be discussing season one, episode 14 of Corey in the House. No, no, Nanoush. And with me, as always, to discuss this episode of Corey in the House is Renan Fontes, my co-host. Ren, how's it going? It's going well today, Bryce. I'm very excited. A very special friend is uh, coming to town tonight. Oh, who is coming to town? You got me all excited. Well, he just happens to be uh, the number one pop star in Bahavia, and he was on Yak Beats cover, 27 weeks running. Oh, that is impressive. Are you talking about the one and only Nanoush? I am, of course, speaking about Nanoush. <laughs> Man, Ren, have you seen those abs? I have. Do you have, do you have one of his scrolls in your locker? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. I have a picture that only shows his neck up that I can unscroll so it rolls down and shows the rest of his body. <laughs> and I keep it right in my locker. Oh, this man. This is a very sensual episode. Yeah, it was um, kind of a, a change of pace for Corey in the house and actually moved. Uh, I'll question this, but I think it's supposed to have moved the plot of the entire show forward. Yeah, that's the general vibe I get from the last act. Yes, and I, I think that's yet to be seen, and I feel very confident that come next week, Corey will go back to his old Corey self. But, you know, is he, we'll see. See if that happens. We'll see. Uh, so, Ren, we got some housekeeping I wanted to do before we jumped into this episode anymore. Okay. Uh, I feel like it was a big week for us in in the <laughs> world of social media. Yes. In a lot of ways, a big week. Um, so first off, we have a new logo created by Andrew Jett, uh, which I like the logo. What do you think of it, Ren? I love it. I love it so much. Me too. It feels so much better than what I did on my phone at like 2 a.m. in a matter of minutes. Uh, this feels like some actual work went into it. And it looks great. And I'm glad that Andrew is listening i'm glad that he uh, made this this awesome logo for us and i'm excited to see uh if other members of the community uh decide to to help out with our page as well so thank you for that andrew we appreciate it i i hope that the next time Corey in the house is on the news out that photo is used by accident and <laughs> so what's the next time that Corey in the house is on the news are we looking at uh, like in 70 years when one of the actors dies and that's what they probably show? In like, probably in like 70 days when it's added to Disney Plus. Oh, is that newsworthy though? Is that really going <laughs> to... Are you like, kidding me? Corey CBS in- Primetime, Corey in the House <laughs> makes Disney Plus? <laughs> I didn't mean like televised news. <laughs> oh, you were just talking about like, like you can like 200 upvotes on Reddit. I mean, like, variety or something. Okay. Those are the only two types of news I know. There's either small news, which is, like, 200 upvotes on Reddit, or... Or big news, which is television. Yeah, big news, which is, like, I'm watching CBS at 8.30, and then my programming gets cut off to 
introduce whatever said news story is. Corey in the house added <laughs> to Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Yep, in the middle of Sunday night football, all the Sunday night football fans get pissed because Corey in the house is coming. Uh, it is strange it's not on Disney Plus, though. Yeah, it is weird. I, but again, like it, like I said last week, I think something weird happened with Corey in the house near the end of its production. Yeah. Um, so there's that. We got our new logo. Uh, Facebook also gave us, um, gave me another offer uh, in which they gave us $20 in ads for free. Nice. <laughs> so I, I spent 10 of those dollars and then I'm, I'm going to spend the other 10 uh, probably to, to plug this, this podcast. So okay. Uh, I think it's pretty great. We've seen officially, I got a notification today that said, uh, with an exclamation point, it said, uh, Corey, Bryson Ren and Corey in the House podcast has one new view. If we do this long enough, we are bound to get at least 100 people tuning in. Ren, there's only 34 episodes. Like, that's the thing is I I agree if we were to just keep on going, but there's there's a stopping point, a hard stopping point. So we only have so much time to build up this community before it's, it's gone. It's, it's a slow burn. <laughs> it's a slow burn. Yeah. Because like, and I've thought, and I don't know if you've given it any thought, but like I've thought about what happens after Corey. And it's like, you know, we can always move on to another show or something, but it's just, it won't be the same. It still might be good, but it won't be the same. It's, it's something I think that will only have the answers to closer to the end yeah i agree um so that happened uh a facebook page titled every cory in the house frame in order um began to follow us and interact with us which is that's nice that if you yeah and uh if you want every cory in the house frame in order you can go like them on facebook and they post a new frame every five minutes they're still on the first episode that's that. Um, and I wanted to remind our listeners that we have, we'll do this podcast. We'll do next week's podcast. After next week's podcast, we're going to do uh, an episode. We're going to take a break from looking at an episode of Corey in the House and do like a rank palooza make sure all of our episode rankings make sense, rank the uh, guest stars, and just like kind of uh, rehash and review the first 15 episodes so that'll be fun i think uh, i'm looking forward to that so all right ren is there anything else you want to say are you ready to uh no 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 noosh this i'm ready to dive in all right so we open uh in the school and mina comes running into the school to find Corey and newt to share that nanoosh is coming to town uh, Newt is excited because he says, oh, my old babysitter, Nanoosh. Uh, <laughs> but then Newt remembers that his old babysitter's name is Brad, not Nanoosh. So, what do you think happened here, Bryce? He does it twice in this. He uh, all, of, all of his moments in this episode, I'm concerned, make me very concerned about Newt. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened. Did he... Is... Is his babysitter Brad like gone? Is he able to contact his? Did, did Brad move away? Why did Newt think getting a noosh and Brad mixed up? I don't know. 
Um, I think Newt might be sick. So, and that would make a lot of sense for some other things that he he's interested in in this episode. Maybe Newt is sick. <laughs> um, because the only th- other thing I can think of, Nanoush, N-A-N, similar kind of to Nanny. So maybe he was like, oh, Nanny and Nanoush and just got the words confused and called Brad Nanny. I don't know. Nanny Brad, Nanoush Brad. Yeah. Uh, Nanoush is not Newt's babysitter. Nanoush is a Bahavian pop star who has been, uh, as Ren mentioned, on the cover of Yak Beat magazine 27 times. Um, I would be so upset if I, like, if... The fact that Mina's country is only known for yaks. And at first it's like, I on a, a very small layer, I think about that as the writers don't have anything else to say about it. But also like in the world of Cory in the house, all anyone else knows about Bahavia is yaks. And that's just confusing to me. There's no way that that's all Bahavia is. There's no way of knowing. <laughs> there isn't, because that's all we get. All we know about Bahavia. Um, so Corey tries to make fun of Nanoush because Corey's instantly jealous. He's like, uh-oh, this isn't good for me because I like Mina. Mina can't like anyone else. So Corey is like, oh, well, uh, he has perfect teeth, perfect hair. And then he just ends, like, ends up complimenting him. And then Mina shows off his perfect abs, which, uh, as we mentioned, is a picture of Nanoush in her locker. And she unscrolls it, and the rest of his body is like revealed. And we see his abs. Uh, I, I don't... I was not impressed with the abs. Yeah, I didn't really see it. Yeah. Uh, but Mina is is happy with his appearance, and that's you know that's good. And Corey, to kind of rebuttal this, to make everything about himself again, uh, says he I've got abs. So, <laughs> Ren, tell me about the fabs. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Uh, how did you feel watching Corey do the fabs? It be bewildered, really. Why would he think that would impress Mina? Everyone's slowly stopping to watch him. Uh huh. Corey just <laughs> it. I I know that Corey does his silly dances a lot, but yeah. the fabs was on another level. So yeah, Corey's like, I've got the fabs. He does this awful dance. It makes me very uncomfortable. He's like, you gotta walk with it roll with it girl you know how i do and he i, I just am so confused baffled. the first step he takes yeah. where his body's all limping behind <laughs> rent which is which was better when Corey uh, was gyrating in the hallway uh and get smarter or him doing the fabs the fabs. The fabs. I Both made me very uncomfortable with who Corey is as a character. Uh, <laughs> um, I just, I, I, 
I see the fabs and I get sad, Ren, that this is a strictly audio-based medium because I so <laughs> wish that our listeners who, I know very few of them watch the show along with us, but I'm so sad that they missed out on Corey doing the fab. <laughs> They're just here for the analysis without the Corey context? I'm sure a lot of people are, Ren. <laughs> so, uh, the fabs. Um it's awful and as you said Corey uh Corey's like girl you know how I do and then Newt's like apparently they all know how you do as well and then there's literally 25 extras crammed into the school hallway now staring at Corey and with one like older teacher yes (laughs) (laughs) do you think so last week we were told that Corey is someone who's like adored by everyone at school that's not the case anymore is it after this throttles his reputation (laughs) (sighs) all right and that's our intro like that's our our button (laughs) uh not a not an impressive cold open (laughs) it isn't um all right, so for our intro, Ren, for our, our guest star, we've already talked about one of our guest stars because they're back, so we don't get to talk about them. But I want to talk about Shalim Ortiz, who plays Nanoush. Before you do, though, I want to yeah. give a very uh, quick shout-out to the, whoever the host of... What's the show called that they wa- that, me, that Nanoush appears on? Oh, um, the character's name is Vanessa. The show is DC... Uh, jams or capital jams capital jams let's give a little <laughs> shout out to Vanessa good job good energy intense yeah it was very intense Ren she actually uh, I did I checked her out for a brief second she comes back in a later episode so we can oh, okay. can't take a closer look at her uh, next time she's back yeah um, so what do you think of Nanoush uh, as, as an actor what oh, you say as an actor yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, good job good job uh, yeah he's he fine really, really captured that sleazeball energy i he really did. Thought, i really thought that he was a, an adult man who was about to kiss a teenage girl yes um and that's yeah because i guess his, his age is never really talked about within it um let me see what his birthday is 1979 which ran would make him 89, 99, 26. Too old. 28 uh, when this is filmed. So, oof. That's over 10 years older than Mina. And he was going to kiss her kiss on her. television, but we'll get to that. That was going to happen. <laughs> uh, so he he has been uh, made the list of people's top 50 most beautiful people uh, five years running in the early 2000s. So he did that. He wow. has actually had a very successful career as a telenovela star. Good for him. He has that energy. Yeah, he definitely does. And I, so I sent you, I don't know if you watched it, Ren. I did send you an interview with him on a show. I watched it. Um, he's on a, a morning talk show and he talks about how people love him for his body. And when he's on a telenovela, like it's expected that she'll take your shirt off. Um. He also has two albums, like two. I listened to a song from one of them and it wasn't bad. Um, I actually got to be honest. I think I have 
a little bit of Shalim fever. Bryce has has his charisma worn off. It may have. He so I went and watched him on that talk show, and I was like, "What else has he been in?" He on that talk show he talked about being on a show uh, that he described as uh, this. uh, I think he described it as um, Spanish Downton Abbey. So there's that. He sold it very well. He was in Heroes for a little bit. Who was in Heroes? Um. Uh, let's see what his character's name is. I have the MDB up. Uh, played. I think he was only in a season. Uh, he wasn't season like one two? of the main characters. He was Alejandro Herrera. Herrera? Alejandro Herrera? Mm-hmm. What season, Bryce? I don't know. Um, chapter six, the line, which is, let's see if it tells me what season this is. Oh. I, it aired October 29th, 2007. That's all I got for you. So. I was right. It was season two. He was the character I was thinking of. Oh. He's Maya's brother. Yeah. So he was on that. Then I got canceled. Not for like a few seasons later, though. Did he die? Yeah, he dies that season. I'm pretty sure. Is it, is it sad? Like, does the audience fall in love with him? No. Oh. No. Okay. All right, not a fan favorite. Like, so did, did they kill him off because he wasn't an exciting character? I just don't think he was ever meant to be anything other than killed off. Okay. Um, and he actually may know one stickler or stick man because he played Miranda's cousin in an episode of Lizzie McGuire. Wow. Yeah. A little crossover. So it is a little crossover. Uh, he did that. Uh, about a year or two before he was on this, which makes him probably like 24 when he was on Lindsay McGuire. So, still a little odd. Um, that's what I got on him. I, I I like him. Let's get him on the show. Yeah, I think that he is in the right range of people to come on our show. His IMDb also, the bio is uh, six paragraphs, five paragraphs. Talks a lot about who he is. Really uh, makes him seem big. And to be honest, I I think, Ren, that he's probably one of the biggest stars that this show has ever gotten. Really? Yeah, I feel confident in saying that. All right. So. All right. Let's get back to the episode. Uh, Mina has entered, uh, is going to enter the Meet Nanoush contest. Because uh, Nanoush has announced that he's making his first appearance on Capital Jams. And this is when Newt says, I love Capital Jams. Oh, wait. I actually love Men's Health Roundup. Good joke. So this is, it's very similar to the opening joke with him being confused between Brad and Nanoush. Uh, what what is Men's Health Roundup? Is it a TV show? I, it has to be like a magazine, like a Men's Health magazine. That's right? what I imagine as well. But the word Roundup makes me think that it's like a a talk show of a bunch of like guy doctors talking about men's health. And Newt, whatever it is, Newt likes it. 
Newt loves it. Newt loves uh, watching Doctor Billingham talk about <laughs> all the all the different joint pains. <laughs> uh... Antonio's foot fungus. <laughs> to treat it accurately. I mean. I wonder if put into a situation where Newt had to quickly act to save someone's life, I bet you Newt knows, like, I I bet you Newt has those skills. Like, Newt knows CPR. If someone got, like, an arrow stuck, like, shot through them, I bet you Newt would know how to remove it without, like, puncturing their arteries. Um, if I were when on it the... Comes to health and Newt is the roundup. Yeah, he is the... <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Woody's Roundup from Toy Story and Men's Health Roundup. Um, you think that's what universe. he meant to say, but he couldn't because Disney owned the rights? Yeah, I, I do think so. <laughs> um, in Bahavia, it's traditional when mailing a postcard for a contest or lottery to be mail to have that that postcard be mailed by a friend with a well-intentioned heart. How does Mina think Puri is Cor Puri? Corey is pure of heart. Corey is the farthest thing from pure of heart. And we see it like he even demonstrates that he does not have a pure heart. I don't know why Mina thinks this about him. Um, when she also could have gone to Newt. Does why why would she this not another just weird give it to thing. Newt? This ep- like this isn't the first time the show has pushed the idea that Mina, for some reason, actually really likes Corey when we've been given no reason to believe this. No. He doesn't no, do no anything backup. good for her. He only ruins her life. She doesn't realize that, though. She thinks that he is like a, a kind, caring friend, and little does she know that he is... Um, what's... Oh... So what I'm thinking of this whole episode is like Corey is that guy who believes he's heavily stuck in the friend zone. Like Corey yeah. believes hardcore in the friend zone and Definitely. Mina does not recognize that or realize that at all. And she shouldn't because when Corey is, I mean, Corey acts totally bizarre around her, but usually eh, he's yeah, not. He put his face out to kiss yeah. her. Yeah, like, he, <laughs> that's that's too much. She has to recognize what's yes, going on. That, that's a, a great you don't point. Suspend your, your disbelief so far. And like, just a reminder: just a few weeks ago, we like Corey was sh- pretending to shake up a glowy stick in a bottle to convince Mina that like her culture wasn't real. So <laughs> there's like, I was because I was gonna for a second try to argue that Corey is usually well-behaved to her face. No. Um, but that's not the case at all. Uh, and as we see here, uh, he, so he hears about this and she is like, so Corey, I want you to mail this for me. Corey's like, oh, or you could destroy it, rip it up, step on it a few times. <laughs> um, and so he agrees. He's like, fine, I'll mail it. And she goes to walk away, and then she's like, wait, kiss for good luck. And to your point, Ren, <laughs> he, he, so she obviously means got to kiss the, the postcard for good luck. Corey puts his face out. He's like, oh, like, okay. Um, Corey's living in his own world. 
he is. Um, she kisses the postcard. Not him. Rightfully so. Um, <sighs> Corey is now struggling. So this next scene, Mina's gone. Corey has, is struggling to put the postcard in the Dropbox. Is this the most unsympathetic Corey has ever been? Um, yeah, I his think so. And it's so toxic that he can't even mail a letter for his friend, mm-hmm. all because he doesn't want her to meet a pop star. And like... let's be clear, Ren, the letter that he's mailing is not even a guarantee yeah. that she is going to get chosen to kiss said or to meet said pop star. Instead, it is an entry in a contest that Koi should know a lot of people are entering. Um, yeah, he's so petty. Extremely petty. Koi Baxter is a very, very petty person. It, and it made, this made it very difficult for me to come around to the last act. Yeah, me too. Yeah, because he... And the worst part, Ren, is that the writing like makes Corey seem valid in not his feelings but in his in his reasons um and that makes me so upset is that we're supposed to if you don't look into this episode it's like oh like Corey was just looking out for her Corey wasn't looking out for her no at no point was he looking out for her the only reason he didn't want her to kiss Nanoush was because he doesn't want her to kiss anybody who's not him. Yeah. It has nothing to do with Mina's best interests. But we'll get into that. We will. Uh, he can't. He struggles to put it in. He can't do it. Uh, he says, Newt, can you do it? And Newt's like, sure, I'll do it. Uh, Corey walks away. He's like, I can't even look. And that's when Newt says to Corey, if you don't watch, you're never going to learn. So Newt reads the whole situation as Corey doesn't know how to put the letter in the mailbox. <laughs> so something's definitely up with Newt today. Like, yeah. maybe he, maybe something feel like fell in his ear and it's like lodged in there and it's messing up how he's thinking. Yeah. Uh, I think, <laughs> what, wait, hold on. Let's hold up a second. What, so does that happen? Do things fall in people's ears, right? Like, his parents hate him, so maybe they put, like, something in his ears while he was sleeping. What? <laughs> no, that's not a theory that I subscribe to. I subscribe to... <laughs> I, I can say that Newt is obviously... Awesome. All right, how about this? Newt gets water, too much water in his ears when he showers. That's fine. I you believe that. that. Clogged up ears? That's fine. Clogged up ears, sure. Uh, I, I will not buy Newt's parents put something in his ear while he was asleep last night and that's why newt is confused between brad and noosh <laughs> um that that makes more sense to me ren uh in he has some water damage <laughs> you got water damage oh <laughs> uh, he's soggy <laughs> um I was going to say, in Survivor at one point, uh, someone gets a bug stuck in their ear. Like, a bug crawls up their ear and it hurts really bad. Hey, that could have happened. Yeah. Um, All right, let's go with the combination of water damage and bug in the ear. Bug in his ear. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad that we're talking about this because I, I, 
believe that someone else in this episode maybe has had that same problem because uh, Becky from the cheese in a cup uh, stand is back uh, in this next scene. Uh, and let me just say two thumbs down. Yeah, didn't need to see her a second time. Uh, well, didn't need to see her a first time. Really didn't need to see her a second time, especially not with what they do with her here. <laughs> so Bryce, what is she doing here? Run. I have no idea how she went from manager at Cheese in the Cup at the mall to the president handpicking her and hiring her to work on his staff in the kitchen. Not just work on his staff, to be Chef Victor's apprentice. Is it... So, maybe the President Martinez is trying to, like, build a future for Becky, and that's what this is. My perception was that President Martinez has lost so much staff that he just has to go with who he, who he can find at this point. Uh-huh. Any semblance of loyalty he has to take. I What I was thinking about is, I feel like, because uh, last time they interacted, she like was chasing him down, right? Like, got to get President Martinez and all of that in the mall. I'm thinking that he did it as a way to try and, like, hush hush the situation even though it definitely got out but kind of like i don't know make sure cheese in the cup doesn't publicize it yeah because that's the other thing is if he just act- actively poached the manager of cheese in a cup uh is that place going down they don't exist anymore she stole all their recipes yes so because that that's true we see her actively take it um so apparently if you work there you can just take Take the recipes as you want. Uh, yeah, so my note here says the president uh, asked to hire her and my note says Becky is unstable. <laughs> <laughs> so I I believe if we're saying Newt maybe has some water damage and a bug in the ear, I think Becky maybe has the same, same thing going on. Yeah, because Victor introduces Becky to his staff and then immediately says, I have to go upstairs to meet with the president to talk about what we're going to do for dinner with the queen. Can you take over as he is like making soup? Okay. Um, He leaves and he's like, I hope she knew I meant take over the soup and not take over the kitchen. Ah, I'm sure it's fine. Becky, he leaves. Becky starts shouting absurd commands. Calls all the people maggots uh, who she just met. She yells at them to get to work. And now she is uh, screaming at them. They all, uh, Victor comes back and finds her with a pot on her head and sausages wrapped around her. Very sexual, right? So I definitely am not thinking that, Ren. Uh, <laughs> that, com- that completely caught me off guard. Uh, uh, by the way, it's salami, not sausages. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so they they did not take well to Becky's, you know, all of a sudden her taking over because she just started working there. And now uh, they all quit. And would, would this make the news? Yes. Like, president's kitchen staff quit over... Mass quit. Mass walkout. Yeah, over unstable cheese in a cup manager being hired. Where what what what's her name? The reporter. Oh oh, uh, not this again, Ren. 
we had to the, remember. Uh, it's uh, Venus Williams plays tennis. Venus, <laughs> Venus Williams plays tennis. Michelle Wallace. Thank you. <laughs> Michelle Wallace of Intense News. She she would be all over the story if she hadn't. She should be. But she she's not a reporter anymore, Ren. Well, she maybe she's a reporter, but probably independent. She's That's not working right. for Intense News anymore. In Levin News. <laughs> uh, so Victor has to put together a dinner for the Queen of England. And all he has is Becky. Becky says, you're in a pickle. And Victor says, I ought to pickle you. Uh, what did you think of that? I joke? didn't like it. Why? Um, like, I don't quite know what it means. I think Victor is threatening to, because to pickle food is to what you put in like a soggy jar, right? And then you just like leave it there. So Victor, yeah, Victor wants to right. like put Becky in a jar and then like shake it up. I th- I don't know if you shake it up. Maybe with like a little bit of vinegar, though. Ooh, vinegar jar. Would that hurt? Yeah. Sting the eyes. No, it, it, like. As long as you like, uh, you don't bite your fingernails or anything, you should be fine. Uh, why would that be bad? I don't know enough about vinegar. It would hurt. Be like, it'd make the skin feel all spicy. <laughs> Just if you bite your fingernails, though. Yeah, because then you don't have like the nail there to protect it, because it's yeah. like open skin. Or if you, if you get like a paper cut in vinegar, is that gonna hurt? Yeah, it's gonna hurt. Oh. Have you never played with vinegar? But, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have. Like, Germex. I know Germex makes, like, the skin sting. No, Bryce, they're not the okay. same. <laughs> uh, Becky's gonna make cheese in a cup <laughs> for uh, the queen. That's what she did. The president is ruining Victor's career. Uh, yes. Victor is not gonna have a career after his his time in the White House. Uh, so, Corey... Uh, and Newton Mina in this next scene, they're watching Capital Jams where they do it big. Uh, I agree. Yeah! <laughs> she also steals the scene. This this Vanessa girl who's the host of Capital Jams. Uh, Nanoush is brought on stage. The girls in the studio audience uh, begin, begin like convulsing as he is brought out on stage. <laughs> and Corey... Corey, this whole time, he's like, hey, I hear there's a ball game on. Like, oh, we're missing a pretty good ball game. You're a little baby. Sorry, we were talking at the same time. What'd you say? Corey's being an insecure little baby. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He doesn't even want to watch Nanoush. He can't even look at him. Or let Mina look at him. How dare Mina like anyone but him. This is not a bode well for a potential relationship. No, it doesn't. Uh, it's not a strong foundation. Um, a strong image put into my mind, though, on that note. Uh, Mina says that Nanoush makes her melt like melted yak butter on a toasted goat horn. Uh, so Bahavians cut off goat horns and toast and eat it. Can you eat? Is it that's, that's what I'm so stuck I, on, Ren. I... Is goat horn even edible? if you toast it? Goat horns are like the best kind of chew toy for like a dog. 
Yeah, they're they're good. For, they're safe for dogs. Okay. So. So all right, Bahamians eat dog. Food. I don't. <laughs> is it possible? Is it right. possible that? That's, I guess it's the logical next step in for Corey in the house is writing staff. Yeah. <laughs> Covering the eating habits of those in Bahavia, like. Is it possible then that they put yak butter on it? It makes like kind of a layer, like a nice layer on the goat horn, and then they kind of gnaw on it. Like they don't eat it. So, so you just <laughs> gnaw on the goat Similar, horn. And you gnaw the butter off the goat horn until it's all mush. Like a baby bottle pop, but if you couldn't eat the the candy part, like the lollipop part, but you could eat the sugar. I don't want this. Okay. Uh, so we find out Newt is holding the card. Uh, cause they're about to pull the card for the Nanoosh winner. Mina's like, please pick my card, pick my card. And then Newt's sitting there like, uh, what's he saying? Like, pick, pick this card, pick this card, pick this card. Yeah. As he's holding the letter in his hand. Um, Corey pull, picks up, uh, grabs Newt and pulls him to the side while Mina's standing right there or sitting there watching TV. They have an aside, uh, which I always think is just a funny thing in, in any TV show. Because it's like, the person's right there. Uh, Just a quick sidebar. Like, if I'm sitting there with three friends, or two friends, and I'm watching TV, and two of them all of a sudden get up and walk, not very far, but a few steps away from me, and start talking about me and about this card they were supposed to mail, I think I would notice. You're so mesmerized by Nanoosh in this situation. Yeah, Uh, I did did think that was a possibility. So... uh, Corey's like, Newt, why didn't you mail this? And we get a flashback, which Corey in the house always does very right. <laughs> um, what Do you want to talk about this flashback, Red? I liked it. And I... I... <laughs> so we have uh, Newt trying desperately to remember to mail the letter for me. Mm. But distraction after distraction keeps getting in his way. <laughs> First, yeah. we have the teacher on the unicycle. Cool. Then we have the teacher falling down the stairs. And lastly, we have the eye exam. <laughs> I mean, who can say no to that? Um, so why? Yeah, so Newt sees a poster for an eye exam on, on the wall. And he's like, yes, eye exams. Uh, so going back to our episode theory... Is it possible Newt is so excited he gets distracted enough by this eye exam because he knows water's in his head? (laughs) You can see the water behind his eyeball. (laughs) When he moves side to side, he hears the slush. It's like looking in a laundry machine. Washing machine. And he... (laughs) he's like oh an eye exam like this is something that i i really need right now oh uh, so he apologizes well he he tells Corey he's gonna go apologize we're back to the real time uh for to mina for not mailing the letter and Corey says it's okay when she loses she can cry on my shoulder he's and so smiles dumb. he's awful he's so Corey's like let the losing commence like Corey's amped um and Mina still wins. Her name gets pulled. And Nanoosh says on TV that he's going to sing his new song. Uh, I believe it's called A Kiss Will That'll Last Forever. My kiss will last My forever. Kiss. And then he will give Mina a kiss. 
that will last forever. That can't be appropriate. It is not, Red. How? So that's that's what I wrote. How is Ambassador Perum okay with this? Right? Like, he is on Mina like a hawk. He is not yeah, letting Mina go anywhere. So why, like, he barely was comfortable with Mina playing at the uh, juice shop in her band. Like, let alone, he's comfortable with her going on t- live TV and being kissed by a man who is much older than her. Uh-uh, inappropriate. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know how we're supposed to believe this is okay in the Cory in the House universe, but we go with it. And back at school, Mina is excited because she is going to go home and meet Nanoush. Cor- and this is kind of where we get our twist, our, when the episode turns it. Yeah, so Cory... Um, Cory talks to Newt and uh, he's upset that Mina's tripping over some guy she doesn't know. Uh, Corey's like, we got it. Like, how did, how did she win? And that's when Newt believes that there's a parallel dimension and that he has another double and other Newt mailed the postcard through a wormhole. So In I buy it. Where curses and psychics exist. I don't see how that's unreasonable. This is not the most far-fetched thing in the Korean House universe. And also, also oh, yeah. like what about the reasonable theory that Mina might have sent in more than one card? Yeah. This is that's... like the logical sensible thing. Mm-hmm. Or like an easy setup where Mina knew that Cory wasn't to be trusted with mailing the postcards, so she just mailed one herself. Um I don't know. Very possible. All those make sense. And this is where Corey and Newt have like a moment here where Corey tells Newt that he doesn't want Mina to win and kiss Nanoush because Corey has a giant crush on her. So the cat is out of the bag, Ren. So I'm going to be honest. I didn't even realize it was a secret like between Corey and Newt. <laughs> I'm glad that this scene exists mm-hmm. just to like give us a Newton Corey friendship moment. But I I I felt like it was one of those things I would just assume Newton knew. Yeah. No. Did you also get that feeling? So I I did because and the I think the show tells us that the only reason why Newt didn't already know is because Newt is generally oblivious to everything going on around him. Um, because Newt's response to that is like, oh, is that why, like, you're always breathing in her air after she's been there and you're always, like, staring at her and always, like, giving her, like, always saying nice things about her or something like that. Yeah. Um, so Newt, Newt clearly recognizes the signs that Corey has a crush on her, but either has just chosen not to acknowledge it in the past or, uh, yeah, because of the water. And so Newt doesn't know why Corey hasn't told her yet. Because Newt says right now, Nanoush is the fantasy dude. But after they kiss, he'll become a reality dude. That's right. Mina will start dating this man. <laughs> yeah. grown man. Um, so Corey's like, oh, I should have done something when I had the chance. Now I got to go tell Mina. Newt says, uh, 
I'm right behind you. So he follows Corey, and that's when Newt stops and gets distracted by a shine uh, by a sign for flu shots. Um, and Corey comes over and he's like, "Come on, Newt, let's go." So, <laughs> um, Newt's not doing that. Flu shot might do Newt some good. Yes, uh, I I agree. It might uh, drain drain all the water out of his head. It might you know clear up his thoughts a little bit. So next scene, we're back to our B-plot. Becky and Victor, they're preparing for dinner. Becky is yelling um, at Victor to pace it up um, as Victor comes in carrying a giant bag of potatoes. Uh, And then Becky calls the old workers. Becky's like, we didn't need them. Like, there are slugs, lazy, slackers, layabouts. Uh, and now they are making garlic mashed potatoes. Becky tosses garlic, butter, and then a big sack of potatoes at Victor. Victor gets squashed by the potatoes and says, here comes the pain. Which is like, that's like Victor's uh, catchphrase for this episode. I don't like Becky, but Victor trapped trapped under a sack of potatoes was pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's a good, good visual. Yeah. Uh, and him saying, like, here comes the pain, like, the way he said it was pretty funny. Uh, Victor, he, he can't cook like this. What are we going to do? And that's when Becky is like, oh, we just need the cheese in the cup. So they're going to serve cheese in a cup to the queen. And if anyone asks why this happened, it's because the president hired someone from the mall food court. So... um. Ren, we're like flying through this episode. We are. Which, and I feel so good about it, like as a sidebar, because <laughs> I thought this episode was going to drag. Yeah, me too. Because uh, it, when I watched it the first time, it absolutely dragged. It felt like everything moved at a snail's pace. Um, we're getting to the end. We are we're getting into our third and final act, where Corey and Newt are going to the Nanoosh concert at Capital Jams to try and tell Mina Corey wants to try and tell Mina the truth uh, so they go to the stage door where a security guard is yelling at them uh, yelling at a bunch of girls who are there and says that you need to go home unless you're Bahavian musicians and that's when Corey's scheme uh, his scheming comes into play so they tell him that they are Bahavian musicians and they do uh just like how all people pretend to be Bahavians, they do an accent. Corey's accent, though, is uh, like it's, all over the place. It starts off like a kind of like an Adam Sandler voice before mm-hmm. it becomes a poo from The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that as well, Ren. He, uh, all of it is is just insensitive, but he goes from like from impersonating one accent to another he does like a little bit of like a uh yeah just just guttural screeching uh he says to the security guard we go inside play play shaka boom shaka boom (laughs) so i guess in bahavia not only do uh they have different accents according to Corey, but they also uh have really unstructured sentences uh, security card, he buys it, gives them the uniform, sends them in. And 
that's that. They are in the building. This is going to go great, isn't it, Ren? It always does with Corey in the house. Mm-hmm. I, um, we haven't had, and I don't consider this one, but we have not had a moment that feels like it ma- like matches a climax for an episode. A boomer In a moment. long time. A boomer moment. We have not had it in a very long time. And Corey and Newt getting on stage dressed as Bahavian dancers is not one of those moments. It, it's close. It has like the setup. It does. But things go almost too right for them, I think. And that's that's the issue. So I think we're getting to a point in Corey in the house where <laughs> the writers are kind of starting to become averse to picking on Corey too much. Yeah. Yeah, like they don't want to make him see- seem like too much of a fool. Like even though that's the role he plays like 80% of the episode, mm-hmm. what we saw last week with the juicer and this week at the end of this episode was them kind of like pulling back from letting the joke be on Corey. Yeah, which is kind of a bummer, if I'm being honest, because of anything that just felt like... Uh, I mean, he sucks so much that you need the catharsis. You do. Like, it felt everything that was happening to Corey felt entirely earned and deserved. Yeah. But we just don't get that payoff anymore. And in this case, uh, they get on stage with Nanusha's band, and they pretend to play. Um, Vanessa has welcomed Mina. Mina's on the stage. Nanusha's singing a song. Um, Corey and Newt both have like odd looking instruments. Um, Corey, he has a solo first on an instrument, on an instrument referred to as a moop moop. Uh, And he plays it. It sounds like a bagpipe. Uh, He flounders and then Newt plays his and he's really great. Yeah. He he sounds really good. And when Corey's like, how do you know how to play this? Newt says, guess the milking helped. Um, and because the instrument has udders like a cow. And then Mina, in the middle of the song, has a conversation with Nanoush. Because he he confesses here that uh, Mina's like, wow, I can't believe you picked my card. And that's when Nanoush says that, oh, I know, Mina, that you're a big fan from all the letters you send. And I also know that your dad is an ambassador who can help Nanoush get big in America. You scratch my yak, I'll scratch yours, is his exact wording. Weird thing to say, huh? Very strange. Uh, uncomfortable. So Mina now, we now know that's how Mina's name got pulled. Uh, which now we see Nanoush as a bad guy. And which we kind of already knew going into this. Um, he wanted to kiss a teenager. Correct. Uh, but now we know like his intentions were solely for his own, you know, benefit. And then he... Uh, comes back on stage finishes a song and Corey goes to like jump in the way because he's like all right i'm gonna go in for a kiss now nanusha is Corey goes and jumps in between them but mina pushes nanusha away so as mina does that Corey falls through them in slow motion uh, onto the ground screaming you can't kiss this guy Corey gets thrown out and then Mina reveals to the entire crowd that Nanoush fixed the contest, which, by the way, is illegal. Um, That's right, Nanoush. You're going to prison for a long time. Yes. 
Yeah, and then he, Corey, is thrown onto the ground out in the back. And Mina comes after him. And Mina's like, I didn't kiss Nanoush. Corey's like, you didn't? And she's like, no, like, I should have not spent all my time having a crush on someone I don't know. Just a pretty boy. Corey says How maybe... is the moral of the episode not related to Corey's horrible behavior? It isn't. Corey, Corey gets the good guy moment here. I hate it so much. Yep, and not Corey being like, oh, like, I knew something was up when your name got pulled. And she's like, why? And then he's like, well, uh, and she's like, well, you did mail my letter. Like, that would make so much sense. And then he's like, oh, I tried. And then she's like, Corey, like, even though this isn't something that would have been good, like, you still should have done something. I trusted you. Right? Easy conversation. So easy to write. I just pretty much wrote it right here. She says that her heart hurts too much to have any more crushes or relationship for a long, long time. And she says, I'm happy to have my friends, especially you, Corey. Which she says to him. Friend, I don't get this. Corey's behavior makes no sense. If Mina and Corey had this conversation at the start of an episode, Corey would be so unsatisfied and unhappy about it. Yeah. But because it's at the end of the episode, he's like, yeah, all right. Mina, I'm just happy being friends now. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) sorry, I really liked your Corey impersonation. (laughs) Oh, I, right. I think part of it is he like it's because he feels vindicated. Like he no longer has a threat of another guy. Yeah, that's true. So she just said like it's not just Corey she's writing off. She's writing off like all guys for now. And he's like, okay, that's fine. Um. Yeah, she says to him, "You're sweet and kind, and you really care about me." So she doesn't get it. Um, and then Newt's like, hey, did you tell her? And Corey says to him, for now, uh, right now, being friends feels just right. And then Mina plays Moop Moop and Newt and Corey dance. Yeah. Um, I almost wish that Corey would have told her how he feels. I do too, mainly because the ending feels so empty otherwise. Like, and it's cool that Newt knows and that Corey's seemingly putting it behind him for now, but it just more feels like this has been put on a shelf than anything else. Yeah. No, it, it definitely does. And uh, like, I wrote, and I'm totally expecting next week for Corey to be right back into doing the fab and trying to impress Mina <laughs> at every, every turn. I think that that's where this is going to go. And we'll see. But I, I have a feeling that this episode was all for nothing. Because um, if he had just been like, Mina, I like you. Like, I have a crush on you. Mina could have then had that awesome moment where she could have said, hey, like, I really like you, but only as a friend. Yeah. And not like Corey would have accepted that, but it at least would have you know, giving Mina some power um, and, like, agency in this show. Well, we can't do that. It's Mina. No. You're right. The writers don't think about that. I, I don't know. I just think it would have been such a good, like, message and good portrayal. Uh, 
All right, our end scene. We're already at this at this end button already. Becky apologizes to everyone in the kitchen because she's new. She has a lot of things to learn about other than just cheese. And she's also pushing Victor around on like a um, like a cart. Like a gurney. Yeah. And he's uh, she's pushing him around. And then Corey bursts into the kitchen, says, hey, I want more cheese in a cup. And Becky lifts the potatoes up. She's like, here, let me move these potatoes. She lifts them up, accidentally drops them and pushes Victor uh, racing on the cart, on the gurney, out into like the living room and he crashes and then says from outside of the room here comes the pain end of episode the elegant simplicity of cheese in a cup <laughs> yeah I do you think it was a contract thing had to be I don't know why we had Becky here for a second time I hope this is it but I'm fearful it's not so either way, it's strange, right? Either we never see her again, and we just yeah. had her for that one time she showed up and caused nothing but chaos in the kitchen, or she, she just keeps appearing and th- she keeps appearing. Yeah, and it's a lose lose. I think it, I agree. It really is. Either way, uh, so that's our episode. That is no no Nanoush. Uh, I agree. I say no no to Nanoush. And then that's it. We, there's no Sophia. No President Martinez. Mm-hmm. Absent. Uh, we haven't seen Sophia in weeks. I, I think four Sophie. episodes. Am I, did I say Sophia? Yeah. yeah. I did. We haven't seen Sophie in like three or four weeks. That, it's been a while. It's been a very long time. Do I miss her? I can't say I felt her presence. Like I, I like her absence means nothing to me. Yeah, yeah. Both times that we have, or all the times we haven't had her, I've gotten to the end and I've been like, oh, guess we didn't see her. And uh, President Martinez, I mean, we hear about presidential things, so we can still give him a like a rating. Yeah. But and also he hired Becky, so there is that. Um, all right, what was a uh, in terms of this episode? Uh, what was the worst part about? It? What was your thorn? Uh, I have two. I have two thorns. Yeah. The first is the ending and the message. Yeah. It's very lousy. It it falls flat. It it feels like the ending to an episode that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And my other thorn is Becky. Just a pain in the ass. <laughs> Irritating. Corey in the mm-hmm. house really likes its annoying side characters. Yeah. Yeah, they do, and uh, because they're all car- they're, they're cartoon characters. Yeah. Any of the like guest stars that they bring in are absolutely cartoony, and that's all that they are. Um, very good Thorn. Mine was was Becky as well. Yeah. She's just uh an absolute like she brings the whole episode down. Not that I was enjoying the a plot necessarily, yeah. but having to then go back to the kitchen and see becky you know just doing nothing absolutely nothing was awful victor at least saved some of those scenes yeah victor's always funny yeah uh what was your bud what was something that you liked in this episode that you want to see more of i want to see more scenes like Corey telling newt about his crush on mina mm-hmm. more genuine heart to heart 
Corey in the house is a new comedy well. So maybe it can it can find <laughs> strength somewhere else. Yeah, it should take uh some pages out of like like Full House or something where Full House every episode ha- at least has like that heart to heart moment, right? Yeah. We don't always get a solid heart to heart. Uh sometimes they try to shove a lesson in there and act like it had been in, been there the whole time. But Yeah. Uh for me, my bud, something that I enjoyed in this episode that I would like to see more of, uh, probably, I mean, I liked Corey, so I didn't like how it happened, but I like, I like Corey revealing himself, like uh-huh. kind of being a little bit more open and being a human being to be entirely frank um, be it in his scene with newt or even at the end in his scene with mina where he clearly has some emotions and he's not just doing the most absurd thing at any given moment so like just those more human moments with Corey, uh i actually i enjoyed the ones in this episode and would not mind seeing more Uh, and that kind of goes with my rose like my favorite thing from the episode something that I I really liked uh, was the uh, I liked Newt. Uh, I, I always like Newt, but I especially liked that. And I don't usually like when his one-liners have nothing to do with the episode. But I liked that he felt like he was moving the story forward in some of his lines. But he also brought a lot of the comedy in the scenes. Yeah, I'd say that's my exact right. Yeah. He's like the MVP for sure. Uh, all right. And then presidential approval rating. So to, to recap, he had a dinner with the Queen of England where they served cheese in a cup. Which she loved. And he also had all of his kitchen staff quit and then come back uh, within like probably a week. So I'm saying plus five. Yeah, I think that this is our only positive. Uh, as well because he served the dinner to the queen the queen liked it uh, the kitchen story probably gets out but the fact they all come back um, and I've like certain parts like sir I, I think a certain population in America would enjoy the new story of the queen liking cheese in a cup yeah so uh, I'm, I'm okay with, with moving up to uh, let's see I think he's that's going to put him out of five exactly Let's see. President Martinez approval rating. It'll, it's gonna, yeah, it'll be at a six. Six percent. Not bad. Yeah, really not bad. Uh, all right, Ren, are there any reviews for this episode? Yes, we have three tonight. Good. Our first is by uh, a usual VG Freak 8. Mm-hmm. Love them. He gave it a 7.5. The title is Okay. Mina's favorite Bahavian pop singer, Nanoush, is coming. She is so excited and asks Corey to mail in her entry for the context contest to meet him. Corey asks Newt to do it, but he doesn't. Somehow, Mina still wins the contest. Corey tells Newt about his crush on Mina. Mina finds out why Nanoush fixed the context to make her win. It's because of her dad. Since he is the ambassador, he was wondering if he could get special treatment. She realizes what a jerk he is and gets over him. The episode was okay. I didn't like it that much. It wasn't horrible. Also, Shalim Ortiz from Heroes was Nanoush. The episode gets a 7.5. Nice. 
Next up, we have Pinya Girl. What were you saying? Oh, I wasn't saying anything. I was just laughing. These are so good. Laugh it up. (laughs) Next one we have (laughs) is from Pinay Girl 712. She gave it an 8.3. The title of the review is Corey in the House. I really funny. In this episode, I actually laughed. I laughed so loud when I was hearing Mina say this. He makes me melt like yak butter on a toasted goat horn. That is so funny. And Mina has sayings or expressions just like Miley Stewart from Hannah Montana. But to me, (laughs) Nanoosh is kind of ugly. Sorry, but on the good side, she's over Nanoosh. And Mina still doesn't know what Corey has a real huge crush on her since the first day he met her. I guess they really make a good couple. Corey in the house is totally funny. LOL. I love it. Okay, that's uh that is People Magazine's top fiftieth, uh, most beautiful person that they're talking about right there. Nanoosh is kind of ugly. Sorry. Wow, it's so harsh. Our last review of the night is by Lulumi twenty six. They gave it a nine point two. The title of the review is "It Was a Good Episodes." Corey tells Newt that he like Mina. The Nanoosh comes to town. <laughs> I didn't realize he had a the in front of his name. That kind of changes everything. Get ready for this one. <clears throat> the Nanoosh comes to town. Mina Faviov, Bahavian singer who she in love with. She gives Corey a postcard to mail in so she can beat him. Corey just can't do it. So he give it to Newt who... F- who fought to mail it in, but Mina still wins because the Nanoosh fixed contest because Mina's father is the ambassador of Bahavian and thought he could help him get so recud deals. Corey was there for her and almost told her that he'd like her, but he didn't not tell her in the end. I thog it was a very well done and a good episode. <laughs> I like that they committed to the Nanoosh. <laughs> the Nanoosh. Nina Faviov, Bahavian singer. <laughs> but you know what they're saying, right? You. <laughs> oh, you want some trivia? Yeah, is there any? Yeah, we got some. Yeah. Uh, yaks are male and would not produce milk and therefore butter. Oh. Okay. So... Mina's a fibber. Uh, the episode was available on DisneyChannel.com the week before it aired. Oh. Advertising for the internet. <clears throat> huh. Apparently, Newt jumping up and down in excitement saying he loves something is a running gag. Um, okay, we'll look for it. Yeah. All right, I don't think we've seen that before. No, I don't think so either. Oh, well, that's Nanoosh for you, right? <laughs> uh, is that uh, is that all the, the trivia? That's all I've got. It's the info. So good. So at, at the end of all this conversation, Rin, what would you rate No No Nanoosh? So I did something different, and I did not rate the episode after I watched it. I waited, and I felt it out as we did our review tonight. Mm-hmm. And I feel a 3.5 yeah it kind of like it always feels so heavy because 
we get through this whole thing. We have a good time discussing it, but it's like at the end of the day, did I enjoy the episode? Like, no, no, for, I really did it. It's challenging because I feel like I've also built up a resistance to Corey in the house. Mm-hmm. Like certain things about it don't bother me because I know that this is an obligation I must get through. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. I have to remind myself to be critical. That And that it's... Yeah, that there's certain elements of it that it's we can't possibly forgive. Like, as much as we want to, as much as we want to say, oh, it's just Corey in the house. Like, we can't forgive it. Yeah. Uh, for a reason. So you gave it a 3.5, Ren. Uh, I actually, uh, I went ahead. I, I went with the three on it. Wow. Um, which makes this my, is this, I'm shocked to, okay, it's my third lowest episode, which I'm fine with. Yeah, it was not, not really a, a fun episode to watch. There was no big moment. The humor was kind of there in certain scenes. But it was also dragged down by the actual plot. It was. Um, and I mean, like, with everything involved with having to go to Capital Jams, like getting in, the whole song, like, I just wasn't into that. Wasn't that fun? So, uh, next week we will see where Corey in the house takes us. But, Rand, do you have anything to say before we go? It's been fun, Bryce. It was nice having the noosh back in town. So, with with all of that, Ren, I, I enjoyed talking through this episode with you. Um, thank you to anyone who made it through. Uh, if you have not already liked our page on Facebook, go ahead, give it a like. Uh, and you can find us on our Twitter as well. And otherwise, we will catch you next week for uh, episode 15, which you want to find out what, what it's called, Ren? Bryce, it's called Air Force One Too Many. Uh, you beat me to it. Air Force One Too Many. So it sounds like the president is back on the menu. Yum, yum. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I missed him, but we shall see. So... All right. Well, thank you all for listening. And I hope that you have a great rest of your uh, day. All right. Take care, everyone. Have a great day at court. <laughs> Bye. Bryce and Randy, mine's my electric guitar.